The Water Coolest daily financial newsletter is now powered by Barstool Sports. It's the only newsletter that I read every morning to stay informed on what the hell is going on in the markets. You can check it out at barstool.link slash watercoolest. That's barstool.link slash watercoolest. W-A-T-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-S-T. Tea with Publicity presented by my favorite tequila, hard seltzer, Mamitas. Mamitas is a hard seltzer made with real tequila. My favorite is the Paloma flavor. So freaking good. It's only 95 calories with a 5% ABV. So you know it will get the job done, especially now that spring is coming to an end and summer is just on the horizon. I guess spring really isn't coming to an end, but for me, summer just feels so around the corner um, because my sister and I were talking about, like, we stock up the boat in the summer, and uh, she was, like, um, asking what we were going to stock it with, and I was like, I'm bringing the Mamitas because they are literally my new favorite canned beverage. They come in four flavors, mango, pineapple, paloma, and lime, and you can get them in packs of four or variety packs of eight. It's mucho delicious. So be sure to follow them at Drink Mamitas and keep tagging me when you guys drink them because I love that I am inspiring you guys to get on board with a little tequila bev. Okay, into the show. Um, Hi, Mackenzie. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. I, um, you know, I started my Monday on a, a good foot because I got a blowout this morning an at-home blowout let me specify (laughs) I used to partner with glam squad a lot and they would give me like free um credits towards getting treatments Mm -hmm. and I was like I I haven't been doing it in so long because with the pandemic like obviously you're not really letting people into your home right so like the at-home service thing was never really an option yeah and then last night I was like it's a Sunday. I like to be lazy on Sunday. Oh, you know? 100%. Like maybe get a couple things done, but yeah. nothing serious. Errands in the daylight. But yes. Once oh, the yeah. sun sets. Done. Done. <laughs> Watching TV. So I was like, I really, I was, ta- I was talking to my mom because she gets the struggle of doing our hair because we have such curly, thick, unruly hair. Yeah. Yep. So I was like, mom, like I'm dreading doing my hair. And she was like, I totally get it. Like yeah. she was on the same page. No, it's literally horrible. And then I was like, you know what? Let me check to see if I have any credits left in my like Glam Squad app. And I did. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my God, I'm booking an at-home blowout for tomorrow morning. So I don't have to like focus on, cause I had a doctor's appointment this morning. So yeah. I was like, then I don't have to like rush before the doctor. They could blow out my hair while I multitask yeah. and like do emails and whatever. And guys, like, treat yourself (laughs) once in a blue moon like the luxury of having them come to your house and do your hair obviously it's like a crazy expense if you're just doing it all the time but to do it like once like do it on your birthday yeah yeah you know like it is just such a treat yeah I know I feel like I I always have to like have a reason for it but you really don't like just do it if you want yeah like if you have a busy week or if you're trying to save I guess because it's expensive so people like treat themselves right yeah specific moments yeah times yeah but it was so oh my god like my hair feels so clean Mm -hmm. and I really liked the girl because she had curly hair so she like knew how to tame my hair yeah yeah um, so I'm definitely going to be having her back. But <laughs> that was how I started my day. And honestly, great start to the week. I also bought some new makeup this weekend. Everyone sent in um, recommendations on my Instagram stories. And then I went to Sephora and bought all new makeup. And um, I just like, I, it just makes you feel good when you have like fresh hair, 
new makeup. You take a little time. Yeah. I, I just feel better. So the other thing that I'm like working on, and by the way, guys, um, if you're new here, just tuning in, this is kind of how I start the episodes. I catch up on my life, but we will be jumping into an interview with Hannah and Paige from Summer House. And um, then we'll be jumping into my advice segment. And then I'll be spilling the tea on some relevant pop culture topics. But right now I need to tell you guys about me decorating my, redecorating my bedroom because it was a, it's a saga. Um, <laughs> did you see my Instagram stories last night? Oh yeah, I night? saw the whole thing. <laughs> I've never had like such crazy engagement because people are people love home decor. Like we're getting towards that age, yeah, where oh, yeah. like you get older and everyone's like, okay, so are we on HTTV? Like, right? Am I looking on Zillow? Yeah. Like, what is? <laughs> yeah, you like start genuinely caring about like your things and what, how it looks. Exactly. So when I first moved into my apartment in November, which isn't that long ago, I kept my room like super basic because I like minimal and I mm-hmm. like. It makes me feel relaxed when there's not a lot of clutter. Yeah, yeah. But since I've been working here, my room has been everything but minimal. It has been a pigsty. Like, I'm not (laughs) even going to lie to you guys. I come home from work and I throw my clothes on the floor. Like, I just have too many clothes for my apartment. Yeah, yeah. Or any apartment for that matter. Right, right. Like, I have a lot of clothes, but I can't imagine, like, as an influencer, like, you probably just have so much stuff. I get rid of stuff. Well, not even that. Now it's the merch samples. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you get it blank, right? And They then... send me blanks in mm-hmm. two sizes. Yeah. Then, I, then to see if I like the quality. Because, you know, guys, there's a process to, like, approving right. stuff. Right, like, you want to see how it fits first, everything, yeah. etc. So then I'll, and then if I don't like it, then they'll send me another one. Then they send me one with the logo on it. Like, yeah. I now have so many sweatshirts and sweatpants and my building actually has a donation box oh, in it. Oh, really? Oh, that's actually so awesome. Yeah. So yesterday I did two garbage bags full of um, like sweatpants to donate. Yeah. Because I was like, I, I'm not going to hold on to this. It's getting ridiculous. Right. If it's just, I saw a thing too, if. Like, you have, like, leftover Amazon boxes or whatever. You can, like, put clothes in it, and Amazon gives you a free what? shipping label. And it just, like, they they take it, and they'll, like, donate it for you. What? Yeah. I never knew I actually that. saw it on TikTok. I don't know the exact details, but and I've never done it. And, yeah, you just, like, if you have extra boxes, you just put it in. You print the label on Amazon, and then they'll, like, donate it for you. Wait, that's amazing. And you know what else I saw on TikTok? That if you... If your Lululemon leggings have, like, if they're pilly, you know how they get that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could bring them back to Lulu and they'll replace them. Oh, really? And, like, people are taking leggings that are, like, five years old and they'll replace them. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so you could take your old ones and they'll give you a complete new one. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I feel like TikTok just, like, outs brands for all these, like, offerings that they have. It really (laughs) does. I literally have so many TikToks that are, like, I add to my favorites so I can go back and be like, okay, that's a good trick. (laughs) I wish you could put favorites on TikToks in categories, like recipes. Yes, yes. Because I have some that are like jokes that I want to send to my friends, but I'm like, it's like two in the morning and I'm seeing it so I don't want to text them now and then I forget and then it, and then too. it's also like half jokes half like Amazon products workout yeah. clothes or like cooking like things ingredients. you want to buy think yeah right exactly that actually varies wait is I very have, smart I do the exact same thing it's like stuff I want to send people but I'm like okay I already sent them five today yes like, exactly to yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so anyway so uh, my room was always like pretty plain and I've been going back and forth about art or no art I find art super hard um to land on 
and I want this anthropology mirror. You guys know the mirror. I've done it in that um, TikTok series that I do, the shit influencers are obsessed with. I like joked about how everyone's obsessed with this mirror because we are. Like we all love this mirror. You know it, the gold one. It's huge. It's five feet by seven feet. It's so expensive. It's absolutely ridiculous, but I found it on Facebook Marketplace. And basically, if you order it on their website, you have to pay a $200 shipping fee anyway. Oh my God. It's crazy because it's so big. Right. So I found it on Facebook Marketplace, discounted a few hundred dollars, and then I um, priced a mover. Like there's these movers that I found that move one item. Like mm-hmm. they're no, so say you're picking up like a refrigerator from someone or uh, a whatever. Yeah. They'll do it for you. Oh, okay. So I found these great movers and they quoted me 150 which is even cheaper than what the website shipping would be. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get the mirror. I'm going back and forth with the girl. I keep asking her for her address. We're going back and forth. Guys, it's, I'm supposed to pick up the mirror tomorrow, Tuesday, when this airs. I don't know. I think she might be ghosting me. Oh my me. gosh. I saw your, uh, you tweeted about it this morning. And I was like, oh no. So tomorrow... Tuesday when this comes out check my Instagram stories (laughs) if I have the mirror in my possession you know I'm one happy girl if not I'm devastated because the mirror is back ordered three months oh my gosh so if I don't get it from her then there's kind of like no point in getting it because I don't know I feel like three months is so ridiculous yeah no yeah it's like and then I have to pay full price like it's gonna come out to be so much more money like I found the perfect opportunity yeah and she's being a stick a stickler because she's like well someone offered me a hundred dollars more I'm like come on like we've been going back and forth you agreed on the price right I got the movers like just give me the info and let's get this thing done yeah exactly yeah if she already agreed on it that's I know, but it's so easy to ghost someone when you don't have to ever see them again. No, yeah. So, guys, I'm stressed (laughs) about that. Um, Another life update. I re-downloaded dating apps last week. I can't remember if I spoke about this on the podcast. Um, I mean, it's not really going swimmingly. I'm kind of being, like, reactive versus proactive. So, like, if someone likes me, then I respond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... There was one guy that messaged me. I posted it on the Tea with Publicity page. And he was like, hi, I'm Percocets. He's like, hey, what's up? I just got back surgery. <laughs> like, so many typos. Not making sense. Right. I was like, you good? Yeah. And he's like, nah. Like, like I'm drugged up. Oh I'm like, God. okay. Like, why are you sending messages on dating and then, apps then? And then normally I wouldn't answer, but I was like, quite the first impression. And it's so easy to just be like, haha, yeah, sorry. He, right. he said something else weird. I'm like, this dude's just not with it. Yeah, so. Yeah. I gave up on that. No. Um, <laughs> then this other guy messaged me yesterday and like, it couldn't be more boring. He's like, hey. Right. Yeah. It, I, you have to start with a joke or something interesting something. and not just like, hey, what's up? Like everyone says that. He's also a casting producer. So you would think that he would be oh. like really good at com- like conversation right, because yeah. they have to try to pull conversation yeah, out like of people. interviews people essentially. Exactly. Oh. So I'm going to read you guys our conversation because I just need you to know how dry it is <laughs> out there. He said, oh, hey. I said, hey, hey, how are you? He said, good. You? I said, doing well, just hanging out, enjoying my Sunday. He said, it went too fast with a sad face. And I said, yep, back on the grind, unfortunately, but at least we have a week of good weather to look forward to. Like, I'm literally talking about the weather because he just gave me nothing. Right, yeah. What else are you supposed to say? <laughs> this shit stresses me out. <laughs> um, okay, and then before I get into the interview with Hannah and Paige from Summer House, I 
and just background to you guys I've known both of them for many years um, before they were on the show. I knew Hannah when she worked at Betches. We met at like a mutual friend's birthday and I met Paige through an old publicist I used to work for. She like set us up on like a coffee date it, like and then we connected through Instagram. So like I met both of them before they ever started the show, which is just funny. I, I love them both equally, but I'm probably closer with Hannah in, in terms of the fact that I've spent more personal time with her. Like mm-hmm. we've did New Year's together in a house. Like, I, yeah. we, you know, we've spent extended periods of time together. And when I saw them, when they came in for this interview, it was my first time seeing them in like a year and a half. And we only had a half hour and there was so much I wanted to ask them and so much I wanted to catch up on that I didn't have a chance to do. So I'm going to have to like either do a part two with them Um but then Hannah was like, she basically was like, call me. And then when I left work, um, I noticed my phone was ringing and she actually called me and we wound up going out to dinner later that night. Got to finally like sit down for three hours and like actually debrief and like yeah. talk about things like in depth yeah. without microphones right. and cameras. And I know that's kind of a tease, but <laughs> this is all I'll say because I, I know that Hannah's gotten a lot of hate this past season and... um all I'm going to say is it's like any show. It's like The Bachelor where like there's always going to be a villain edit and there's always going to be stuff that's like sliced and diced and taken out of context. Right. So just think about that as you guys watch shows and um, I've just seen really like mean online bullying towards her. Mm-hmm. There's this girl on TikTok who does like celebrity news. Yeah. I don't even know her name, to be honest, but she comes up on my For You page, and she keeps doing, like, I hate Hannah TikToks. What? And I'm just like, could you relax? Yeah. Like, you don't know the situation. Mm-hmm. And, or even if you did, like, I don't know. I just don't understand. Like, you guys know I comment on celebrity news and pop culture, but I'm not – I try not to be mean. Like, I don't like people that comment on that stuff only to bring a negative take. Right. Like, they're just people, too. Yeah. I just find it so off-putting. When celebrity news reporters are just nasty. Yeah. Because that's not what a real journalist would do. A journalist would give a well-rounded, you know. Explanation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So so just be nice to people. Obviously, like in the Tea Tribe Facebook group, we could have open conversations and have differing views. But um, yeah, I'm not like saying it. we all have to like kumbaya and get along. I'm right. just saying when you're publicly commenting on stuff right like everyone can have an opinion but you don't have to be like brutally awfully mean about it when you don't even know the person exactly and it's like television so yeah and I just feel bad because like you know you guys know I always talk about mental health um so anyway I'm going to get into into the interview with both of them it's kind of funny because when you're interviewing friends like you want to ask the hard-hitting questions but you also want to respect their boundaries. But like, I didn't hold back. I asked everything that I'd been wondering and I just, I was honest. So here is the interview. But first, I do want to tell you guys quickly about Kendra Scott, which is a brand that I have been wearing and gifting and using for probably five to six years at this point. Like I've so much Kendra Scott jewelry. And if you are looking for a gift for your mom for Mother's Day, shop the number one gifting destination, Kendra Scott. Their jewelry is beautifully crafted and it gives back. You can get things engraved. You can customize birthstones, different colors, different diamonds. You can customize it basically to exactly what your mom wants. So let her know that she wears life beautifully. She wears it like a mom. The promotion is live through May 7th and you can get 20% off by using code PUBLICITY. 
You guys know how to spell it by now. P-U-B-L-Y-S-S-I-T-Y. Exclusions apply. Again, that's 20% off using code publicity through May 7th. Okay, guys, here's the interview. Oh my God. Okay, guys, I am here with Hannah and Paige. We are catching up off air because I haven't seen them in probably like, what, two years? It's been ridiculous. <laughs> How long is the pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like it's been so long. I was in your apartment in Fidei when you first oh moved it. No. Yeah. Before you so moved probably out. like a year and a half. Yeah. Oh my God, guys. That so much is crazy. Changed. Okay. I want to start off by asking like, how's your mental health? Because last <laughs> night was a lot. <laughs> and now you're doing press and I'm like, they're super women for like going off of a finale to doing press all day. So how are you? Let's check in. You know what's crazy <laughs> is like talking to other people who are on Bravo who have been on for longer than us. I would talk to them and they'd be like, oh, well, I've never, I haven't seen an episode since like my third season. And I'm like, that's crazy. How could you not want to watch yourself on TV? Now I get it. Yeah. I don't, we I don't watch too. them anymore. Mm-hmm. Because now that I work here, I don't watch one thing I'm in. Except my own show. Because it's just like, I lived it. I know yeah. what happened. I know how I felt in the moment. I don't need, like, a new view on it because I know what my view was then. Like, why you do know you live You know your truth. It? Yeah, I know my truth. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Hannah, how are you? Because, Not whoa. okay. <laughs> if you see her on the George Washington, don't be alarmed. <laughs> so, I actually, um, my stand-up tour got and canceled yeah so I was like a little down about that before we were filming and comedy just started last night and I was really happy about like I had my first set yeah 10 minutes and like try to remember all my jokes which were all about me being single now I have to come up with new shit but um I finished it and I was like oh like this is real life like being with real people and not living in this like internet world and I called this girl who helps us with giggly squad and I'm like can I just give you my Instagram password and you just like Mm. monitor shit and like I'll tell you if I need to post something because like I'm kind of happier away from the virtual reality right now yeah and um it's hard because if I want to be successful in this industry I have to be able to take blows and ride waves but um when you're in it it's it can feel really heavy oh it's disgusting like it makes you feel so no like I have people messaging like my grandma about me nana don't bring nana like, into Nana's, this no one's grandma nana called me and she's like someone saying that they think you know you're you're annoying or something and i just told her that she's a beautiful soul and i don't know why you're yelling at my granddaughter Wait, <laughs> I, had, I had someone tell me one time like if you were walking down the street and someone yelled to you like hey i fucking hate you you would turn and be like that person's crazy but, like, on the internet, that's the same thing. It's just harder for us to be like, yeah. that person's nuts, you yeah. know? But, but also, you really have to. We, like, we're all in media to mm-hmm. an extent. Like, we all have podcasts, and we know, like, we want, there's clickbaity stuff. And, like, you always go for, like, what's the most dramatic thing? Like, an article came out last week saying that Paige and I's our friendship is over, and it's deteriorated. And I was like, oh, my God, do I have to text this girl? I was texting her five minutes ago. Are we fighting? I was texting her five minutes ago, but do I have to text her again and be like, did something happen the last two minutes? I wish you did. <laughs> hey, just uh, checking in here. Are we still friends? Just send her the link and be like, do you have something to tell go, me? Let's fucking fight right fucking now. Well, I actually texted Hannah like a week or two ago just being like. Oh, you sent me the nicest stuff. I was just like, I'm thinking of you. I know it's been hard because I just try to put myself in someone else's position. I'm like, if the entire internet was coming at me what would i want people to the, do the entire internet's not coming at you don't but get that in your you head feel. god damn it Alyssa. no but that's how I you feel and i go is it bad she's like no oh my god you're fine no. but you were talking about Demi Lovato's right? sugar-free froyo you're fine <laughs> 
but you know what I mean. When you're in it, that's oh, how you feel. You're yeah. like, everyone well, hates me. My problem. Absolutely. I saw something yesterday. Someone wrote something like really mean. And 700 people liked it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Your engagement is wild. Congratulations. <laughs> this is, I actually said this to Alex Cooper. Yeah. I go, Alex, when I get really down on myself, I look at your podcast reviews and it makes me feel better mm-hmm. because you're so incredible and yeah. that people think this stuff about you. I go, oh, I guess maybe I'm doing something right. Yeah. Oh, no, it's so true. The people – wait, someone said this and it's, like, profound. They were, like, when you're – maybe it was, like, one of you on a podcast. They're, like, when you're <laughs> soaring <laughs> at your highest, people hate you the most. Maybe – was it Des? <laughs> maybe. I feel like well, I got Des, this from, okay, like – so, sign up. People, like – Des is a very successful comedian in yeah. Europe. He d- he should not have gone on the show. It was not good for him. He yeah. literally did it because we were like falling madly in love for each other, exactly. and I begged him. Um, and he was like, when I was my most successful in Ireland, like this article came Wait, out of like it was most Des. yeah most hated from. comedians in Ireland. And he's like, when I was making the most money. I was, I was the most hated. And I'm like, That's, I don't feel better, but thank you. Yeah. No, but it's so true. People want to tear you down. Well, I do think I've, I've had these um, interviews where people are like, so people loved you. <laughs> and now, and I'm like, now what? <laughs> what? And it's like as if I've changed so much in like the couple months between. Yeah. <laughs> but it's um, also like it's a TV show. Everyone yeah. Chill the fuck but out. also it makes me realize how much people love to build women up mm-hmm. as like confident, amazing, funny, smart, and then be like, and now let's show this evil side to her. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's so true. And she's just crazy with daddy yeah. issues. <laughs> I have a and lot of questions <laughs> that are like kind of random that are just like my thoughts that I get like listening to Giggly Squad and watching the show and hearing people's feedback. Thanks and- for listening to Giggly. Oh, yeah, love you. it. Love it. Feel like I'm hanging out with my friends. And Okay, so my first note here is Sonia and Ramona. The way you two need to share a room reminds me yeah. of them on yeah. every trip being like, we yep. need to share the room. <laughs> yeah. We feed off of each other's energy. It it's, is. Yeah. It is a lion's den. And I don't want to get into astrology, but there's a lot of Leos in the house. I'm a Leo. Yeah. Amanda's a Leo. Lindsay's oh, wow. a Leo. Kyle's a Leo. Yeah. Oh, wow. That just explained our season. Yeah. So, so. Paige and I like find safety with each other and like yeah. when you go to sleep at night it's like a sleepover where after the whole crazy day we just turn to each other it's a little pillow talk uh-huh. and we go what the fuck was that you know <laughs> yeah. when Ramona sent that text to um <laughs> was it Dorinda like some crazy yeah, insane yeah. text or something and Sonia was sitting in the bed and like everyone was coming in like yelling at Ramona and Sonia was just like I mean I don't know like I'm just here but like I kind of agree but like I don't know that literally is our friendship I was thinking about that I'm like if they did like a trip you two would be like, we're going to get the best room because yeah. we're rooming together. Oh, like, yeah. We tried to get the best room yeah, even and though you don't. we got shut down. We got put in the basement. That actually <laughs> not only was a did gym. we not get the best room, we got shunned <laughs> to the third floor where they were like, you guys will be fine in here with no windows. And we and were like, all dark. I don't know if we will be though. It's pitch. There's like barely any windows. Can't tell what time it is. Can't tell time. always in bed. No, it like, looks far. We like, don't. You could tell it's it takes like far. It's like six flights of stairs to even get to the kitchen. So that's why I was like, I'm not messing up the kitchen. I haven't. I don't even know where the kitchen is um but also we don't have a desk so like we're working in bed also we don't need desks for our jobs anyway also if i had a desk i would still be in bed i i'm using like, it as an excuse there was one i would have never sat yeah. but it. i went to my sister's the other day and she has like a desktop on her kitchen table because everyone's working from home and i yeah. looked at her and i was like you know 
even if I didn't like start working back yeah. in the office, I still wouldn't have a desktop no, computer. Yeah. Like I don't need that for what I do. No. Also, Alyssa, it's so funny. Like, we both have podcasts and they made it like I never recorded a podcast. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure if you look at the dates, they were going out. Oh, Someone was yeah. editing them. Uh, yeah. Like, hello, this has been out for a while. Okay. So I have another note here. Again, my notes are all over the place, but I've limited That's time. That's how my and mind I, works. I yeah. want my thoughts to just We love get chaotic energy. Don't like anything organized. Okay. So I made a TikTok, Hannah. I'm not sure if you saw it. I tagged you. Okay, guys. This is my mind-blowing moment that no one's fucking said, and it's driving me crazy. Everyone's saying, like, you and Luke were nothing because you didn't have sex. It's like, well, then explain couples that save themselves for marriage. Because I'm confused. Because they're not having sex either, but they're still a fucking couple. I mean, just like having sex doesn't make a guy your boyfriend. Thank you. It's the same thing. Not having sex doesn't not make him yes why is no one saying that i'm like i don't get it like you don't need to have sex to like be dating Alyssa. i mean also i said i mean look at all the sexless marriages are they not married (laughs) (laughs) no but my thing is like he strategically did everything but sex so that like when the moment came when he was done playing with my emotions he could be like you're crazy we didn't have sex when it's like the way you fall for someone is them calling you every day them pursuing you i honestly think if you watch season four, like you just kind of see the energy that it was yeah. and it stayed the whole time. And um, <laughs> it was, I just, I just was, ups- I was upset that I realized he was playing with my emotions and I called him out and I thought I was being a feminist icon. Um, <laughs> and then you watch it and you're like, oh, Hannah manipulated everyone to hate this guy who's yeah. just trying to find love. Hannah couldn't manipulate herself out of a paper bag. <laughs> if she was manipulative, don't you think that the season would have gone very differently okay. for her? Exactly. So let's clear some things up. Yeah. So I know, because I listened to Caller Daddy, that you started dating Des. You had great sex in like a shower or something, right? Oh, yeah. And then you, just How because romantic. you're dating around, you were still talking to Luke. You were in this like, this is from my knowledge, yeah. this like emotional, like emotional relationship It was a year long emotional him. relationship. Which is exactly. a long time. Absolutely crazy. And Craziness. then you go on to the show. Like, let's clear up the timeline. Like, you're, you were single because you weren't dating, but you, that doesn't mean that you weren't still attached a little bit to Luke. Well, Luke was calling me two to three times a day. So that's like, yeah. I've kind of felt like this emotional um, robot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, when is it wrong to talk to multiple people? That's so, what I'm saying. So my thing is, from the very beginning, like, I never saw Luke as, like, this guy that I could marry. Yeah. But I didn't think, I just wanted to hook up, and then it turned into this, like, connection of, like, we, like, really cared about each other and were there for each other. And then, but in my head, I'm like, but he's not my person. I need to meet the guy for me. So, like, I was talking to a football guy. I was talking to, I started talking to Des, like, two weeks before we got to the house, and I was talking to Luke. And um, I just felt like when I walked in and he didn't tell me about Sierra, and then Sierra was telling me he invited us both to meet his parents at the same time, I sat him down actually not trying to be a big fight. Yeah. I thought I was kind of, I was just like, Yo, what ha- what's going on? And then he was like, I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah, I don't like you. We never yeah. were together. Like, and then that's when I started crying because I was like, wait, you were the one person I like thought had my back Yeah, it's like, house. so you've been lying to me for a year? Like, I thought we were close. And then what's wild is how it manifested to like all season him dragging me when after, after the first two weeks, like me and Luke were good. Like, we did not have another fight. Sierra and I were not talking about him all the time. Like, we were talking about our own stuff. We had our yeah. own friendship that they really weren't showing in depth. Do you think Luke is a narcissist? <laughs> Loaded question. I mean, the smear campaign after being called out on his stuff has been pretty brutal. Yeah. Because I was, um, like, I had, like, a narcissist um, <laughs> love interest during quarantine. And <laughs> I love how you laughed about it. This <laughs> they're, is good. They're a fun time. 
and they're fun, fun in the beginning. For a few months. The and love bombing. I was Ciara, uh, Ciara, Ciara? Mm-hmm. Ciara. Ciara. I was Ciara in the situation, whereas mm-hmm. like I wasn't in too deep. So as soon as his other girl that he was seeing came to me and told me, "Oh, like the stories are overlapping," mm-hmm. I was like deuces because you're not in too deep and I feel like that's what she did and people are kind of like why is she like not giving him the time of day he didn't do anything to her and it's like because she's a fucking smart girl and the second the stories overlapped but it also okay yes that did happen but she also had knew him two years prior and like had yeah. done a whole thing with him, so she was already knew his game, she knew like knew everything him. about him. Yeah, she was like, she I, was the one. Red flag. So she in, actually she told like, me she was like Hannah, this is not good. And I'm like, you're okay. like, she, like Paige had already been like Hannah. Yeah, but, but like, like I had like made that up in my brain. You know, <laughs> you just like had I was a just gut. like I have this she instinct, but it's not right. But the thing is, like, I never thought that he would push it to this weird like emotional thing where he was able to sleep with whoever he wanted but I was always there for him yeah. and I started to feel used I started to feel weird but I still was like no but we care about each other so then yeah, when he that, still cares I was about just upset when he says he loves me and all this stuff so that's why I was just hurt and it's funny because as people were talking about it I'm like wait last season um Lindsay got fingered by Carl once and he invited a girl to the house and she lost her damn mind and everyone's like yeah Lindsay tell him off but like I was in this like one year fucked up emotional mess yeah and I was proud of myself and I also was not then going around bashing Luke like I want him to find love just like not with me do you think that your cast mates slash friends knew the extent of your relationship with Luke like during like sorry after like the did summer? Lindsay Amanda Kyle did they know how much you were talking to Luke during like quarantine and stuff or maybe were they like I mean, oh this is kind of new news during quarantine like Luke and I were going live all the time we Luke is commenting on our Instagram lives with hearts to like get attention true and you're like, posting pictures together with me to talk to him and I was like okay he called me every <laughs> night at like 11 and then like during the day to give him updates of his day like we were this like weird situationship yeah. and Paige and I joke but did how, they like, know well I don't know because like it's not my I'm not I'm not um going around manipulating people to think a type of way like I'm just living my life yeah and I do think that it was easy for him to just be like no she's crazy but I remember March 10th Right before the pandemic. Do you remember we all got dinner together? Yeah. And what happened at the end of dinner? They went home together. Like, we left together. Luke was like, let's go. So, like, they knew what we were. Yeah. But they love the fact that then they were able to be like, and Hannah's crazy. And I do think it stems from season four where, like, I think there was backlash with the Luke and I thing. So it was finally kind of like, see, mm. Hannah's crazy. And you know what? Let's I stop. am bitch. Well, I, am bitch. <laughs> I was just gonna say, and don't you forget it. Don't you forget it. But yeah, I just, I just, um, I just don't like the angle that like we all just love to be like the girl's crazy and she has daddy yeah. issues. Protect the man, and it's like at some point, can we grow up? It's twenty twenty. I know. One. So Paige, <laughs> let's talk about your relationship issues. Okay, this is my question <laughs> love for you. It. Does Perry get offended when you say you've only been in love once? I don't know. Haven't talked. To this him is about my it. burning <laughs> question. Um, Whenever I hear you say that on your podcast, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of guys out there that are like, "What the fuck, Paige?" I specifically remember you telling me you loved me. Did you say um, who it was though? Yeah, it's the high school boyfriend. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. Um, hey, call she's me. Been breadcrumbing for years now. No, he's one of my really good friends. He has a girlfriend. It's fine. He's it's fine. We're over it. Um, <laughs> No, I, I don't, I don't know. Probably yes, because any normal person would be like, what an absolute Whenever bitch. you say it, I'm like, 
knife in the, the heart. Thing, but I loved Perry. Like I loved yeah. Perry as I still love Perry as a person. Yeah. He was by far the best boyfriend I've ever had. Like mm-hmm. never had to worry about anything. Like never had to look at his phone. Never even thought like, is he texting someone? Mm. Like nothing like that. I mean it in terms of like that love that you're like. If anyone walked in here, I don't give a shit because my boyfriend yeah. is so much better than all of them. Like, gut punch in the stomach. Like, you just know. Fireworks. Yeah. Like, a different kind of love. And I feel like I've really only felt that one time in my life. That makes sense. I remember, though, when you first started dating Perry, it was when you came on my old podcast. And yeah. you were, like, head over here. Like, you yeah, were infatuated with Yeah, because, like, the first three months, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what size is my ring? You know, yeah. like, what are we doing? And then you, like, get, you learn, my grandma used to say, you have to date someone all four seasons to really know their true personality. Yeah. And I feel like after the second season, <laughs> like, once we got into the fall, I was like, I don't know if this is for me. But I would obviously stayed, you know, yeah. like, thinking. Well, because when you love someone as a person, <clears throat> you it's harder to break up with them because yeah. you're so like, much nothing's happened and I love you so much. But, like, yeah. I don't this, know. If and then you feel forever. selfish, being like, "I want better." Yes. Breaking up with Perry was way harder than breaking up with any boyfriend who's torture. ever cheated on me. One hundred percent. Like them, I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Yeah. But like him, I was like, "Wow, you're such a good person. You didn't do anything wrong." It really yeah. is me, not you. You were <laughs> well, in a I lot of that. like distress and turmoil <laughs> this season. Yeah, I was because you're like, "Am I letting such a nice guy walk away?" Yeah, I was like, "Am I fucking up my future? Like, is this my person?" Yeah. And I do think there's the stigma of like, "Oh, being back single as if it's this failure," but instead, it's right. like, "No, you just haven't found the right person. You're not going to settle." So true, and yeah. also like, fuck the previews for making us think that something happened with you and Carl. I know. <laughs> like with Carl, it's also so annoying because Carl and I definitely got closer this summer I talked to him the most about Perry mm. and they just never showed any of it I mean there's so much footage like they can't show yeah, everything it goes unseen. but he was like one of the people that really like kind of convinced me like dude you don't have to be nervous to be single or like okay maybe you don't get married until you're 35 who gives a shit and I was just like you're fucking right I kind of I know Carl had actually like the hardest mm-hmm. summer of his life but we actually really didn't see that much of him yeah. You know, because maybe they were just giving him his space. No, but I think he consciously was like, I'm going to take a step back yeah. with the petty drama. Yeah. <laughs> Good he for him. He was just like, I don't have And I was like, capacity. must be nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jelly. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hannah's like throwing fists in like every scene. <laughs> Actually, I did not throw a drink. I did no, not get physical. I was the only one who, Paige and I stayed out of the physical fight. <laughs> yeah, It's no, above you, my yeah, pay grade. Once it gets physical, I'm like, you don't pay me <laughs> no, enough for this no. bullshit. <laughs> so like, is it awkward? Because obviously you two are best friends. Everyone knows your best friends. Is it awkward navigating the friendships in the house? Paige, I feel like you specifically were put in like, an uncomfortable yeah. like situation but I think I would have navigated it it similarly to you because this is how I am like if I think my friend is wrong I'm not gonna like unwilling I'm not gonna just have their back till the end but I won't also like speak out against them right I feel like in some situations you were like eh but I'm gonna have yeah. both people's backs like how was it it's navigating hard because like look it's not like high school where like two girlfriends get into a fight and you like pick a side yeah or, like so it's just true. like whatever it's like we're adults so like we can have friendships and like be friends with whoever yeah. we want to and I really did get very close to Amanda last summer and then like into this year so to see her cry I would feel so badly but then I was like look Hannah is also my best friend and like you have to listen to like points that she has it was frustrating for me because I would talk to both of them and I would a thousand percent agree with See them. See both sides. I would be like, I totally yeah. get it. No, that's so valid. I understand that. 
you have to tell her that. And for whatever reason, they were just like missing each other. And That's a, good point. a lot of Hannah's like anger wasn't even toward Amanda. But Amanda's a yeah. very sensitive, very sensitive person, like wears all of her emotions on her sleeve. Like she couldn't understand that it had to do with Kyle. Like it wasn't and personal. That, yeah, like it wasn't personal, wasn't an attack yeah. toward her, even though like certain things came off that way. So it was really hard. Well, it's also interesting when you throw a dude into the mix. I've never fought yeah. with a dude like yeah. I've never fought with a it's very hard. I've never that. fought with a guy like that either. But normally you're not living with your friend's fiance. Right. It's That's all, the thing. You're also not being filmed 24/7. Yeah, let's like, be honest. Like like it's, a science experiment. Yeah, like the dynamic is like you're put in a place where you could fight with anyone in this house and then you're fighting with someone's fiance and it's uncomfortable because how are you I don't blame Amanda either for being like, we can't necessarily have a friendship because I need to have his back. Yeah. Because I do get that. Like, yeah, if someone absolutely. hated Dez, you would probably be like, fuck, fuck off. That. Yeah. Yeah. So it's well, like. But if Dez was cursing them out, I'd probably be like, hey. But the thing yeah. is, if you look how Giggly Squad was created, it's Kyle cursing us out, literally saying, Hannah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And me just standing there. And Amanda dealt with the situation like Kyle please like Kyle stop mm-hmm. he calmed yeah. down and it was it was done in two minutes yeah but Amanda that's not her job right. it is this was the first summer that Amanda was like I have to have his back regardless what he says to you and that's where I was like I have to I, I have to defend myself from disrespect which I get both sides so I yeah no, I'm it's hard I'm Switzerland it's hard because and they're also such different people. Like, I have such different friendships with both of them. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm not giving one of you up. Like, you yeah, know, like, like, I like also, both of you. But like, also, like, out of it. I don't want to give Amanda up. Yeah. Yeah. Hannah, yeah. Like, I have nothing. I mean, like, <laughs> there's been stuff that went down. But, like, I went into the summer saying I'm, I've been cursed out before by certain men in this mm-hmm. house. I've been bullied around. And I want to stand up for myself. And then watching it, like, you see a lot of my reactions, but you don't see what I was necessarily reacting to. Do you think, if there's a season next summer, what does that look like for you, Hannah specifically? Would you go back? If you were to go back, would Des go? Oh, it's hard after watching the reactions with people. Um, (laughs) So, like, Des and I came in, and, like, we hadn't seen each other for five weeks. We'd been, like, falling in love on the phone. And I just wanted my friends to be happy for me. Yeah. And um, side note, we did not have sex in the bathroom. I know. I was going to have like, you clear just like it Lindsay up. <laughs> and, just like Lindsay and Luke had sex in the trailer, we did not have sex in the bathroom. We were in there for 20 seconds. We yeah. wanted to go in places where there are no cameras. Um, we joked about it because like, he, he had known all the stuff that Kyle had said and yeah. our fights. And he was just kind of being like having my back. And it's a, it's a weird sense of also, humor. Also, like Des is a comedian. Like he's funny. I feel like sometimes sarcasm on social media and TV doesn't translate. No, it doesn't. Yeah. A lot of my friends, I noticed that with me. And I will yeah. tell you something. A lot of the people that we live with do not understand certain <laughs> sarcasm things. Yeah, like, I've said things before, and then I've been like, I'm not serious. I didn't actually mean that. I like, noticed on TikTok. Like I'll make like our sarcastic thing. I'm like, oh, living in New York sucks or something, and everyone will be like, you're not a New Yorker. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I'm being so I made yeah, a like, TikTok with those like three <laughs> guys who were literally doing. Nothing nothing yeah. just like dancing and i'm going damn whoa that's lit and people I, are like what did wait they i pe- saw that <laughs> people thought it was serious they were like wait what are they doing and people were like they're like am i missing something no. and someone's like the joke I was like no it's hilarious joke. because they're doing 
absolutely <laughs> nothing. I saw that too. <laughs> That's the thing. Like yeah. sarcasm does not translate. No. So I got Des's humor from listening to him oh on God. like your yeah, podcast. Yeah, people were like, "How dare he say that they had sex?" That's it's like we are just open and funny. And he was also like, it was kind of awkward for him. Yeah, and I thought that he was so respectful to everyone. I in thought there. he seemed great. We hung out with them. He was really great when he was there. Everyone yeah. really got along. We with hung him. out with him the whole derby party. We hung out during the day the whole time. We hung out like. Um, the whole dinner with them. The f- he was there for two and a half days. So then when he left and people were like, he didn't spend enough time with us. And they were agreeing with Luke, who, don't get me started on that awkward conversation, was like touching my face and stuff and being a creepo. Mm. And I was just, mm. I, I honest, I lost my damn mind. Yeah. I was like, w- wait, you guys had to find an issue with yeah. this? I would get defensive. I would get really defensive. But because you're like, I love this guy and like, let me be happy. Like, I think I would get defensive. At, th- at that point, it's the end of the summer. You've been through the mud. But also, Alyssa, we hung out with everyone. Do you want to lick my vagina? Like, what, what do you want to do? Do <laughs> you want to join us in the bathroom? Do you want to join us in the bathroom? <laughs> also, it is a beautiful master bedroom. No, People don't gorgeous. talk. Like, we all would hang out gorgeous. in it all the time. It wasn't like a random bathroom. Yeah. I highly recommend going in that bathroom <laughs> Ten out of sometime. ten. Would go okay, back. wait. So answer my question. Would Des film? Well, the thing with Des is he then watched and was like, Wait, so I leave the house and suddenly everyone has all this shit to say about me. Yeah. And he was just like, this is so petty. I don't even have to do this. Yeah. So, like, I mean, he's not. And then, like, now Kyle and Amanda are talking about how they think. And, and Luke saying that Des is using me for fame. And it just got in. Like, he's like, get me out of this shit. This is bullshit. If you're saying you didn't have sex in their bathroom, which I believe you. Why are your co-stars still going around on Watch What Happens Live and perpetuating that you had Why sex. Why do you think this whole season was, like, how it was? I think a lot of, look, like, oh God, I don't, not saying this in, like, a bad way. Yeah. No one really watched Summer House. Like, people really haven't started watching it, and I would say this past summer and the summer before. Like, quarantine kicked Yeah, like, up. not yeah. that many people watched our show. And now I feel like everyone's going on podcasts. Everyone's getting interviews. Yeah. People are, like, getting bigger. People have their favorites. And it, I never thought this would happen, but it gets really messy. And, like, mm. you might say one thing on a podcast, like, one sentence, and then that person hears it and is like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. And then the next time they're on a podcast, they kind of go off. And I think it's just – It's a lot. Tat. Yeah. Now it's, like – now it's get it's become too much. What's also, yeah. What's also hard it, is yeah, when, there's right. a, when there's a gang up and everyone, like, perpetuates one lie, people start believing it. Well, that's what's kind of making me... I'm, like, always going to have both of your backs because the second I meet someone, even if I met them for one fucking second, if I think they're cool, I'm, like, I'll have their back. Alyssa, I never texted you anything about what was really going on. No. And you hit me up with the truth. Like, you were like, I see what's happening. Because I know you as a human. And, like, I'm like, Hannah's not... Like, sure, were some of your reactions a little over the top? Sure, but there's other factors involved. And, like, I could read through it. Like, yeah. I know. Also, I mean, just the I fact that we were in the middle of a global pandemic, which, like, what the fuck does that even mean? We were like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> also, we're in a house for six weeks. We're being filmed 24-7. That is in- an insane situation in itself. Like, yeah. we were used to doing weekends where it was, like, Friday through Sunday, get the fuck out of there. And then, like, six decompress. to have a camera just watching you, you're like, what's What's going on? <laughs> like, I mean, am I okay? Why did I sign maybe up? Maybe four freakouts was pretty good <laughs> for for forty five days. Only four freakouts. I mean, my therapist. You're actually the star work. this season, <laughs> and don't you forget it. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, it was a lot. Um, I think you guys listen. 
it sucks when you get hate. It sucks when yeah. things go wrong. I think Paige hit the nail on the head. Now that everyone's interviewing, like I just asked, oh, is Luke a narcissist? Like we're all asking these yeah. pressing yeah. questions. Someone takes a sound bite. Yeah. And then it's like world's world. But like three. That's, that's what happened with Lindsay in the beginning of the season. She was mad about a comment I made about season one that actually was a longer sentence where I said like I love Lindsay but like in the beginning it wasn't great between us and then she like didn't invite me to the party everyone started to turn against me and I really think like it's the the podcast stuff it got brought up in the reunion that's caused like all this animosity I'm like guys I'm promoting the show and I'm speaking like my experience and you all should too but like stop lying about me also and like in the same way that I think Amanda is like such a sweet person Hannah also like, when she says certain things, I know she's joking. Like, she's yeah. not being serious. Like, she's too nice to be like, I'm going to say this, and, like, it's going to fuck you and over. And mean like, it and damage you. Yeah, like, you. so if she says, like, something where she's, like, making fun of you or something, mm-hmm. that's because she's being funny and, like, she that likes you. I like you. Like, it's just, <laughs> I don't know, people... But I have people are we're all very sensitive. But I have learned that like your words have power and like people people have reactions that like are valid. Yeah. Um and I in the beginning people weren't listening to me when I was talking. And then like in a short period of time everyone was listening. Now they're listening too hard. Too hard. (laughs) And it's scary. But um I do think that after watching the season, like have sex everywhere, like have emotions. When you feel disrespected by a man, speak up and like I, I look back and like, yeah, I totally should not have reacted as much as I can, but I hope it was entertaining for people, you know? Girl, it was. Mm-hmm. And, we, okay, I don't want to keep you over time because now I'm cutting into your press day, but I need to have you guys on for like a part two after the finale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after the we reunion. Could, and reunion. So we could actually like dig into stuff more because like we haven't even talked about your engagement. Like there's so much that I want to dig into. I forgot about it. <laughs> I keep seeing you flash your ring by accident. Like you're just moving your hands and I'm like, I didn't even say anything about it. I mean, you were sick. Remember no, doesn't that? It's like not real that it's, she has a fiance. I like forget where Wait, my ring I feel like so much has happened like all of a sudden like guys I'm like at a desk job like yeah, I'm like no, and crazy. like Hannah's engaged do you remember when we and were I'm at that still flailing <laughs> we're all flailing let's be honest but it's just like what yeah but Alyssa do you remember we went to that like weird party where like there were like bachelor people me and you were sitting and we were just like I hate this and we we're both single and they're oh the douchiest guys and I saw that beautiful man <laughs> yeah and then you were in love with him and I was like he's terrible and you just like we're like whatever oh that was my birthday oh, yeah. party oh. yeah the back of my dress yes. ripped and actually Amanda brought me shorts yeah wow how the tides have turned <laughs> all right we'll have to we'll have to do another one um thank, thank you, you guys for, for coming us. on everyone you guys know where you can follow them like yeah. I mean they're oh, pretty public can I also plug promote, I just got some stand-up shows yeah. in Long Island, New Jersey, and Buffalo. So go to hannahburn.com oh. if you want to see some oh, comedy. Buffalo. I love it. Buffalo, Paige. You have connects in Buffalo, right? <laughs> Illegal, so don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That's a wrap. Okay, guys. That interview was a good one. Again, I did not have enough time with them, but it was just so fun to catch up, and I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope you stick around because we are going to do my Ask Alyssa advice segment, and Mackenzie, feel free to jump in if you have any opinions on anything. Sounds good. And then um, stick around because I'm going to spill the tea after, and we need to talk about that Zac Efron picture. This person wrote in and said, Hi Alyssa, I love the pod and Facebook group so much. I need some advice. During the pandemic, I got a new job working for the same company but at a different location. When I started, one of my coworkers slid into my DMs and started flirting with me at work, and eventually we started hooking up. I recently got a promotion, and now I'm his boss. 
She called him this kid's boss, which is funny. Oh, my God. I also recently found out he was hooking up with me and this other girl at my job at the same time. This kid is also a terrible worker, and I recently had to talk to him about his performance. He got super pissy with me, and I don't know if he thinks I was talking to him because he know he knows I know about the other girl or if he knows he's a bad worker. I haven't brought up the other girl to him, and I've just been keeping it professional, but he knows I know, and now he's trying to move out of my department. Any advice? Oh, wow. That is like drama. Drama. Wow. Um let him move out of your department yeah like you can't have like your outside relationship and like you're his boss that like if you didn't work together that's fine obviously but like that's a weird dynamic I think it's a godsend that he's wanting to move out of the department because now you don't have to deal with him day to day yeah definitely you know like girl just this is a blessing in disguise Right. He's going to move out. You won't have that awkward boss dynamic of trying to him having to question your motives. It's like it's like when someone like sleeps with a professor in college. Yeah. Do you get an A in the class because you're sleeping with the professor? Yeah. And then it's like if people find out like they they're going to talk and they're going to say things even if it's not true. So yeah, I think let him switch. This is a good thing. Yeah. Also, like he was hooking up with the other girl like. He seems sus. Like, I don't even know if yeah. she should be hooking up with him anyway. Yeah. And you keep calling him a kid, which makes me think you don't even think he's worthy right. of being called, like, a man. Right. And she said he's not even a good worker either. So, like, what are his yeah, intentions turn to? Off. Yeah. No. Get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> You're fired. Yeah. No, kidding. Oh you cannot God. do that. <laughs> Yeah, that might not be a good idea. But But that's the power struggle that's dangerous, which is why you need to avoid that. So that's why it's good that he's leaving. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Ask Alyssa Ghosting Chronicles. I love when they come with like a a subject. Yeah, like a title. (laughs) So I need some advice. I seem to be in this continuous cycle of getting ghosted. It happened three times this year alone. What happens is that I'll match with a guy, we'll hit it off and start texting slash snapping. We'll talk for about a month, have a few FaceTime dates, and then boom, ghosted. It never fails that once I start catching feelings, opening up, and showing more of my personality, I get ghosted. I try to not take it personally, but I struggle with low self-esteem and confidence issues. So after the third dude, I don't think it's a coincidence. I'll take any advice you got. Dating, confidence, red flags to look out for anything. I found you on TikTok and I've been obsessed ever since. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I get ghosted a lot too, honestly. So I get this. It sounds like yours are like virtual ghostings, not in-person ghostings. Mm-hmm. I used to get, I haven't dated in person in a while, but I used to like get into this pattern where I would go on a first date. The date would go super well. Like we would, in my opinion, opinion but Mm -hmm. it seemed mutual because they were like let's get another drink let's keep staying out you know and then they would talk about the next time I see you Mm -hmm. and they would pay and then they would offer to walk me home and then I'd never hear from them again and what I learned is that I used to think they were being such a gentleman for wanting to spend five hours of their time with me and wanting to walk me home now in hindsight I think they were liquoring me up, walking me home, and hoping I was inviting them upstairs. Right, yeah. And when I didn't, they were like, all right, this girl, I'm not going to get in her pants, so yeah. I'm out. Yeah. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that comes with, like, age and hindsight. And I think even Devin Simone, when I had her on the podcast, The Dating Expert, she even kind of said, she was like, have two drinks and bounce. Like, leave them wanting more. You don't 
just because you're on a date for five hours doesn't mean that indicates a second date necessarily. Right. Yeah. Um, so this is a little different because yours is more like virtual, it sounds like. And I, I get that because we're in a pandemic. But maybe you're giving these people too much of your time. Like, I think you need to set a boundary. It's like, we haven't met face to face yet. I'm not going to give you all of me until, you know, you pursue me. Right. And like save a little bit. Save a little bit. Yeah. yeah like you say you're snapping. Like, is it getting dirty? Are you <laughs> sexting? Right. Like, I think maybe what you need to do is put up boundaries for yourself. I'm just going to be honest. So I'm the type of girl I can't go out with someone on a date and sleep with them. Like, I'm not that type of person. Like, I need to be dating you invested in you there's some girls that can and mm-hmm. I'm not shaming anyone at all like if you could do that and be emotionally um stable <laughs> yeah or like detached detached yeah. yes that's the word then good for you I can't be mm-hmm. you know like yeah. I'll get my feelings hurt right like yeah. if I sleep with someone and then they ghost me it hurts 10 times more than me not when I when they come walk me to my door and I say good night it hurts me 10 times less when they ghost me and I don't sleep with them because I'm like, well, you weren't worth it anyway. Right. Yeah. Like you don't have any connection. Yeah. So the same kind of goes for like sexting and stuff. It's like, especially if you're young because you said you're using Snapchat, which makes me think maybe you're like college age. Mm-hmm. I think less is more if you're looking for a relationship. If you're looking to just like hook up with someone and have fun, then sext, sex. All of it. But if you are, like, seriously looking for someone to pursue you, you have to set your own boundaries and not give away too much. And that doesn't mean don't be yourself, but just be like, hey, like, I really enjoyed talking to you. Like, any plans to meet up? Yeah. You know? Right. Like, get their intentions first so you're not, like, putting everything into it. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, never mind. And you put all this effort in for no reason. Yeah, because guys could just turn it off easier than us. Oh, 100%. Like, they just have this switch where they're like, eh, I'm done with her next one. Yeah, never mind. Over it. (laughs) Yeah, and then we're, like, emotionally invested Mm -hmm. and it's just not fair. Yeah. So, for example, like, me not sleeping with people right away isn't because of them or what they think about me. It's to protect myself. Like, I do that for me. Mm Mm-hmm not for them so it's like what could you do like what boundaries could you set for you I hope that helps yeah I think that's good advice (laughs) cool okay last question this one says hey first I just want to say how much I appreciate your podcast I listened to at least one every day until I was caught up and they helped me find joy in walking that makes me really happy I just want to say because I listen to podcasts and it helps me find joy in walking so Mm -hmm. happy I could be that person for you Um, She said, I gained a lot of weight since last year and hearing you talk about body positivity with other guests has helped me rethink myself so much. Anyways, I graduated from college last year and have been living at my parents since then due to the pandemic and not really knowing what the fuck to do. At school, I studied elementary education and it wasn't until my senior year that I realized it was not what I really wanted to do. However, since I was so close to graduating, I figured I would just push through. Fast forward to now, I'm starting my job search. Do you think it's bad for me to go into something completely different? I've been applying to customer service and recruiting jobs, but I just feel like I'm putting my degree down the drain. Do you have any advice on how I should approach this situation? Thanks. Oh, I have so much. (laughs) Okay, my initial gut is F your degree. And I don't mean that in disrespect to your degree. College is so much more than a degree. It is like life experience yes a hundred percent like I my degree in college great yeah it was fine 
what I learned from college was so much outside of my major. Yeah. It was like living on my own, meeting friends, mm-hmm. meeting people from different cultures, yeah. being independent. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what you take from college. College is an experience. It's not all just what your major is. If you want to work in another field, who cares? As long as you have an income, a job, Mm -hmm. you could support yourself. That's all that matters. Yeah. And like also she said, like she she just graduated. Is that what she said? So it's like better to realize it now than all of a sudden you're a teacher for a year or two years and then you hate it and now you got to start over all again. I 100% agree. It's like now is the time, like especially going into something like recruiting, that's a great job. Mm -hmm. I mean, do what makes you happy. When we pick majors in college, we're so young that... We don't realize what we even like. Yeah, it's crazy that they're like, okay, figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life. At literally 18. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just get lucky if you happen to choose a major that you actually like, which kind of happened for us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But that's really rare. Like most people I know started in marketing and now they work in HR. Right, Or they work in, like, you know, people move around, things switch. You have to be nimble and like do what makes you happy at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you have to feel like you're letting your degree down mm-hmm. if you're not working in the fields that you studied I think that's completely fine right and like you said it's like it's not like you wasted anything because you learned all these other things in college outside of class I probably learned way more about like social skills living on yeah. your own stuff like that from be just being in college stuff like I 100 rather agree. than learning like in class which I learned in class but also, maybe what you learned is that you don't like elementary education. Right, exactly. I know. That's what people always say. It's like, it's like, yeah, better to learn it now that you don't like it than in yeah. 10 years and you like hate your life. No, 100 like 100%. I am a firm believer in doing what makes you happy. I always chose the career path that was less money. Like I always chose PR knowing I was going to make no money graduating because I knew that I would be happy doing it. Mm-hmm. And look what that's led me to. Yeah. I, my own type of success. So doing what makes you happy makes you more inspired to get out there and do what you want to do in the long run. Yeah, definitely. Awesome, guys. That's it on today's advice. Um, email me advice questions or DM me on the Tea with Publicity Instagram page. The email for submitting questions is publicity at barstoolsports.com. Or like I said, if it's easier to just DM me on Tea with Publicity, start the DM with Ask Alyssa so I it stands out to me um, because I need some more submissions and I absolutely love connecting with you guys in this way. And then also you could always join the Facebook group. It is linked in all of my bios and you guys know what time it is. It is my favorite time. It is time to spill the tea. Okay, guys, before we spill the tea, I want to talk to you about one of my favorite aspirational lifestyle beverage brands, Cintron World. They have a line of sparkling flavored energy beverages, premium bottled water, and revitalizer shots. What I love especially about this company is that the Brands care so much about mental health and they're always DMing me, telling me how much they love that I talk about mental health. And I think it's so cool that a company supports the same values as me. They are fashionable and functional. The design is super sleek and super cute. You could check out their stylish brand design with the crown inspired by the Miss Africa beauty pageant. 
and the cool bottle designs. If you are looking for premium ingredients, long-lasting energy, and vitamin B complex without the junk, crash, or aftertaste, Cintron is your top choice. Follow them on social media at Cintron World to see all the fun, fashionable, and inspiring things that they are up to from empowering women to supporting entrepreneurs. You can find them at hockey games and charity polo events. Buy them online at CintronWorld.com with promo code Alyssa20. Save 20% off and shipping included. Cintron is more than just a beverage. It's a lifestyle and Cintron doesn't just fit into your lifestyle. It enhances it by encouraging you to look and feel great. Drink it and live it with Cintron. Okay guys, let's spill the tea. We need to talk about Zac Efron, the love of my life, the one and only, the man that my heart desires. (laughs) I have loved that man since Somerville or Summerland, Summerland, a show that he was in um, with Aunt Becky from Full House. What's her name? I'm blanking on it. Uh, Lori Loughlin. Lori Loughlin, the college admissions scandal. Yes, yes. They were in that show together. Um, Jesse McCartney was also in that show. Zac Efron was like this little cutie with this gap in his tooth. He was like eight. (laughs) And like I was eight. And I was like, I love him so much. The love of my life, yeah. (laughs) Like since then. Then he went on to High School Musical. And I loved those dance moves and the singing and like the skater boy hair. Mm Mm-hmm. I've just loved him forever. He's my number one. And like the internet is coming for him and I'm not okay (laughs) with it. Guys, you know I defend Chloe when she gets called out for filler, Botox, whatever. It is the same for a man. Right. Like it is not okay to shame a man or a woman just because he's a dude doesn't mean we could like be more aggressive in the way we're talking about him. Mm -hmm. Look, does my dude look a little different? Maybe. I still like him. Like, I think he's gorgeous. And someone in my Facebook group made the best comment ever. They were like, he's still way hotter than anyone we're seeing on the app. Right. Yeah, that's so true. Or anyone that's, like, commenting on his looks. Or, like, anyone we're seeing on the street. Yeah, yeah. He's so hot. Right, yeah. It's like, oh, my God. So I love him. And, I mean, someone made the best TikTok. She was like, must we not forget that Zac Efron had jaw surgery a few years ago? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe something's going on with swelling there. Right, yeah. Also, he admitted on his Netflix show that he suffers from body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like, people in the public eye, they get ridiculed with everything they do. Like, maybe he's just, like, not feeling his best and yeah. he wanted to get a little plump up. Right. And, like, who cares? Why do you care so much? It's not your life. Just let these people do what they want to do. I know. And I just feel so bad because he's probably, like, so embarrassed. Right. Yeah. And I also feel like that picture was very exaggerated almost. Like, I feel like the angle. Yeah. Like, whatever it was just the coloring weird... was. Yeah. It's probably not as bad as the, that one picture looked. I think he's perfect. Yeah. No, I agree. (laughs) I used to be one of those people that I was so obsessed with him that, you know, you convince yourself that you could date your celebrity crush. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you really believe in your head. You're like, if I go to the Justin Bieber concert wearing this, like, Justin Bieber t-shirt, he's going to fall in love with me. I love seeing people's TikToks about that. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. I used to genuinely think... Zach Efron would date me like if he met me right and like you could play it cool mm-hmm. like you're just one of his friends 100%. yeah because in my head I'm like he likes girls with like dark hair and dark skin like <laughs> yeah. he dated Vanessa Hudgens yeah, yeah, yeah. like this is like what I've told myself my whole life 
I still believe it deep down. And um, I used to not publicly talk about my love for him because I was like, if I ever meet him. Yeah, yeah, you're like, just in case. He can't find my old tweets that are like, I stand Zac Efron. (laughs) So I used to never publicly admit like how much I loved him. But now I'm, you know, I'm a 30 year old adult and I realize like I'm probably not marrying Zac Efron so I'm just gonna put it out there um Zac if you happen to see this you know I'd love to go on a date but (laughs) maybe one day who's gonna date a fan like that's so that's why I would pretend not to be a fan right that's the thing like you always say in your head like if you ever met your celebrity crush or just any celebrity you would act cool in front of them as if like you don't really know them or like playing it cool, which is what you would have to do. But like in all fairness, I know nothing about him. Like I just think he's hot. True. Like I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, your favorite color's blue and you grew up in. You're not like stalking his life. No. Like I think there's fans, like you're hot and Mm -hmm. then there's like fans where it's like you were born in this hospital on this date. Oh yeah. You know. Which that gets creepy. Fucking creepy. (laughs) Um, Okay. And then... While we're talking about body shaming, because I feel like that's all I spill the tea on, <laughs> Stephanie Pratt is a monster. Oh, yeah. And I don't say that about many people, but she did Heidi Montag and Spencer Pratt dirty. Mm-hmm. So Heidi t- has talked about wanting to have a second child, and I know she had a really hard time after she had her first son, Gunner, I believe his name is, because she just, like, wasn't sleeping and she's been under stress and whatever. I think we're going to see it play out on the hills. That said, Stephanie Pratt and Spencer, they're always feuding. And Stephanie posted a picture of Heidi on the beach with her cute body. Like, she had, like, a little tummy, but, like, way less than my tummy. And um, Stephanie posted it and was like, congrats, Heidi, on the pregnancy. And then posted a picture of Spencer with, like, a beer belly as well, being like, oh, I wonder what my brother's having. Like, what a bitch. Like, what? That it's literally is, your brother. That's so mean. Yeah, yeah. And, like, everyone's, like, so everyone's, like, congratulating Heidi. And then Heidi and Spencer were like, we're not pregnant. Yeah. Or, like, I don't think they are. I think, honestly, it was just, like, her being a bitch. Like, but let's just say they were. It's not your fucking news to share. Right, right. Exactly. It's, Especially if they haven't said it yet. Yeah, like, it's so rude. And she was just doing it to be, like, bitchy, I feel. Mm-hmm. It was, like, so passive-aggressive. So passive-aggressive. Like, so, so rude. Yeah. Um. Okay, last thing I want to spill the tea on. Have you watched The Circle? Oh, I'm obsessed. Okay. Oh, wait. I think we talked about this a little on another episode, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Do you know they all flow into each other? Did I say that I was going to be on this season of The Circle? Wait, no. Oh. What? I mean, I wasn't, like, I wasn't chosen. but I. yeah. So there's very few reality shows I would ever go on at this point in my life. Yeah. Because, um... I don't think I'd want to go on a show that's centered around, like, dating and, like, hooking mm-hmm. up on TV and mm-hmm. getting drunk. Like, yeah. I think at this point, yeah, that's past. Mm-hmm. What I like about The Circle is that it's just, like, you in a room and yourself. Yeah. So you don't have to, like, be hooking up or cursing right. or being, you know. Like dramatic. Dramatic. Yeah. You mm-hmm. could just be yourself. Mm-hmm. So I saw the casting for The Circle last year, and I sent in an audition tape. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't even send in an audition tape. I filled out a form. Yeah. And they called me, and then they scheduled a FaceTime, 
and then they scheduled a recording and that recording all the casting was being done virtually because of covid right so that recording then was being presented to the netflix executives like i made it to the final wow. round oh my gosh <laughs> i know i like never talked about this in case yeah. i ever want to try out for like a future season yeah, true, but yeah. i think those days are past but <laughs> so then i made it to the final round mm -hmm. where like the next step was netflix signing off on me yeah to go on the show wow and um yeah i never i never got it oh my gosh i like i agree too. like certain reality shows i always say like i want to go on the bachelor but at this point it's just a joke yeah but that show is just so i, I talk to myself anyway like, i'm in my room fun. just yeah just like dancing around and like yeah you could just be yourself no one else is looking at you that's how i felt like mm -hmm. i was like this is the kind of show i could go on and not like embarrass my family right you don't even have to be yourself if you don't want to be <laughs> yeah so i was going to play myself my whole pitch was like I wanted to break, like, the stigma of you, like, if you work in social media that you're not smart yeah. or that you're vapid. Right. Or, like, I wanted to try to go in and be intellectual mm -hmm. and intelligent. Yeah. And that was, like, kind of my shtick. Yeah. But this is the thing with – because I've done a few castings at this point, guys. I've – like, it started in college. Like, I've done – the real world like a lot of things i haven't followed through like i've tried out for the real world got a call back ghosted tried mm -hmm. out for the bachelor got a call back ghosted yeah. but the ones that i've actually um talked to producers for like a few shows mm -hmm. i just don't know if i'm cut out for reality tv because yeah. they want you to and like specifically shows like big brother or mm -hmm. the circle yeah when you're in the casting process they want you to bring the energy mm -hmm. and if that's not you it comes across very forced mm -hmm. like they'll be like okay i want you to look at the camera and be like i'm Alyssa amoroso i'm an italian from new jersey and i love to party yeah you know yeah I mean? you're like <laughs> i've literally never said those words in my entire yes. life why would i do that and then you like say it and they're like okay now do it again with more energy <laughs> and in your head you're like but i'm not gonna be this way on the show because like right. that's not who i am yeah so like you start to feel very produced because mm -hmm. like even you could see on this season what's his name um who's the pop the pop culture guy oh courtney courtney yeah i love him even you know how he's so animated yes like he's perfect he probably killed it in his casting right yeah like he'll get a text message and be like oh my god text message right yeah and that's just like genuinely who he that's is who he is like they wanted me to do that and i'm like i can't put that on yeah you right. know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's really hard to get picked for a show like that because you need to have a special personality type yeah yeah for sure um but okay who are you rooting for okay i actually really like Courtney I'm not all the way caught up because they oh. like come out weird so I think I'm too behind they come out on Wednesdays yeah and I didn't realize they come out four at a time oh and so I I'm like too behind of the ones that are like out now but the new people just came in I see Kat and I forget the guy Mitchell I think his name was yes Mitchell uh -huh. I think that having fake Lance Bass was the stupidest thing so they could have stupid, ever done yeah. it actually kind of makes me like annoyed with yeah. producers because it's like everyone knows that's not actually him right and it's like what for what yeah i don't right like and i think it's so funny when some of the people don't even know who he is they're like oh, oh who's lance i'm like how young are you like even i know who he crazy. is crazy yeah but um 
Yeah, that's wild. Um, okay, so it changes who you're rooting for, like, with every episode. It really does, yeah. So you're rooting for Courtney now. That might change. Yeah, okay. Is what I'm going to say. Yeah, because there's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on um, now, I feel like. Who I'm rooting for currently, which really changed, because in the beginning, I would have said completely different yeah. people. The first episode, I loved um, Terralicia. Yes, me too. I'm like, this girl's so intuitive. Mm-hmm. She's got such a grip on everything. And then she like, it kind of oh, backfired. Yeah, yeah. She really did, yeah. Um, Now who I'm rooting for, I really enjoy River. Yes. Wait, me too. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Just every time they cut to him, he's like, the other day I was watching, he was just like eating cereal on the couch. Yeah, like, this is the cutest man of all time. I love him so much. And he's so genuine. And I feel like he's playing himself, even though it's a catfish profile. Yes. Yeah. Like he plays it up to the character, yes. but it's still him. Yes. That's think. how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I actually kind of love Trevor. <laughs> oh yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just like. I don't know. I think it's kind of like dirty what she's doing oh, from like a 100%. moral standpoint. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> but she's like a nice, you could tell she's just like, I don't know. She's funny. She's also kind of being herself, which is getting her in trouble because they're starting to pick up on the fact they're like, Trevor's too nice. Yeah, exactly. Um, And at first I really didn't like Chloe because I was just annoyed that they brought in someone from another show. Yeah. But I actually think she's like a great television personality. Oh, 100%. And she's crazy. I think she's playing the game really well. Yeah. So, I think those are like my front runners. I I do like Courtney still. I don't know. I like you never really root for the newcomers to win because you don't feel like they earned their dues. Yeah, like I feel like Lance or whoever. I I honestly forget her name. The assistant. Like she hasn't done anything really to Nothing. boast herself. So I'm like I don't really care about because you because it's like we know you're not Lance. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I also feel like that's an indication of the fact that she doesn't go far because they like aren't even putting her in a lot. Yeah. Like she has completely been you like, know edited out. Yeah. So. Um, I love the circle. If you guys aren't watching it, you totally should. It's one of those shows where like the first episode, you're like, what is this? Yes. The second episode, you're like, eh. and then by the third, you're like, I'm hooked. It, I'm trying out. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I feel like every TV show I watch nowadays, I'm always on my phone. So it's just background noise. Mm-hmm. But this one, I am genuinely locked in, ready to pay attention. Cause you have to kind of read what they're texting. Yeah, you're and, right. And like hear what they're saying to get the like alliances and relationships and stuff. So I'm just not on my phone and it's so nice. Cause I'm just like, I'm so focused on this show. So I got the email for the casting for next season. Oh my God. <laughs> Do I apply? <laughs> like, yes. This is a Maybe thing. Maybe I'll like, apply. It makes me kind of wonder though, because I'm like, I don't really see someone like me on the show. Like my typecast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's so hard because with shows like that, they're so specific with who they pick because they want to pick diverse people. They want to pick people of different ages. So for you to be the one white female 30 year old is right. so hard yeah yeah because there's only one right there you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. there's like a man there's a, a gay man a black man a black woman a white woman a, like you know they have to switch it up to it's kind of like big brother yeah like they typecast everyone and there's yeah. only one chance to get that slot right yeah so it's tough wow um i okay. would literally die to be on that show it'd be so i feel like it would be just genuinely so much fun so, but I was listening to Joey Sasso, the winner from last season. Oh, yeah, I love He him. put out a tweet, and he was like, you don't understand how crazy we go because we don't have any TV. Like, they can't watch TV or text or do anything. No, yeah. So he's like, all we have to do is talk to each other. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, that I'd go insane. Do you think they talk all day and have a lot of conversations we don't see? I don't know. Because I feel like, yes, because I think all reality shows are like that. There's so much yeah. that we don't see. 
But yeah, I wonder how much of it is them Let, talking. Let's interview someone when this. Oh my gosh! When yes. it's done. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, we got to bring <laughs> someone on. That would be awesome. Um, maybe we can get Chloe. I know she does press. Oh yeah, because yeah, she was on Too Hot to Handle. Yeah, too. she's wild. I love her. I really like her. She's only twenty one. That is crazy to me. And I love how every new guy that comes in, she's like, "Ooh, like <laughs> I'm in love with him. I'm gonna marry him." And I'm like, "This is how every girl thinks." I think sometimes, but we're just not outwardly crazy <laughs> about so it. But she true. just doesn't care. I love it so. No, but like, okay, sorry guys, I keep talking. I keep I know, trying I to wrap this, like, but then no. I okay, like, what, love the show. So one much. more thing, I love when it, it makes me feel so awkward when people are flirting with someone they don't know oh, is a yes, catfish. Yes. <laughs> like her loving Trevor. Oh my god, it's so funny. She's like, I think I'm in love with him. This is great. And then Trevor or I I honestly forget their real names. It makes me so uncomfortable. It's so funny. Or um the get the Emily Emily. Oh Emily. Yeah. And she's like he's like, all right, I'm gonna have to do some flirting. <laughs> yeah, Emily, like that person cracks me up. I yeah, sometimes I hate him and then there's like moments <laughs> where I'm just like, this is the funniest person ever. It's so oh guys, what a show. Yeah. I Wait, okay, last question. Would you go in as yourself or a catfish? <laughs> I don't know. I think I would honestly just go in as myself because I I would mess up the catfish. Like, I would immediately Blow do something cover. to ruin it. Yeah. yeah, and it just, then I would be totally cover blown. So I think, like, I would have to go in myself just because... I would ruin it if not. That was my whole thing. Like, I was going to be me, but I wasn't going to say that I was a former publicist. Because if right, they like know you're a publicist, like, they'll think that you're good at, like, yeah. wording things. Yeah, like, and, little tweaks, I think, here and yeah. there. Maybe a different job title or, yeah. like, different, like, where you're from or something stupid like that. But, yeah, like, pictures and personality and everything, it would have to be the same. Oh my God, it's so good. Okay, guys, that's it for this week's episode. Don't forget, um, if you haven't left a written review, I would absolutely love if you could join the Tea Tribe on Facebook. Um, keep DMing me. 